Welcome to the Why So Serious Podcast. Episode 13. Lucky number 13. It's my favorite number. All right, that's all you're getting out of me. It's American Idol season, so I'm kind of feeling myself. Uh, Fires me up. I didn't know that show was still on. I haven't watched an episode yet, but maybe I will. Um, We are back. Episode 13. Prime number. This Friday, yes, which you could be listening, it yeah. is Friday the thirteenth. So a lot, a lot of really weird coincidences going on here in Neesmith, but well, we're back. We'll take you behind the curtain. Today is Wednesday, March eleventh, yes. two thousand twenty. Yes, we're still alive, feeling great. Still not kicked off the internet. Which every time we get in the studio, I'm just shocked that somehow we're still allowed to to record a podcast. But here we are, Neesmith. Here we are. I've got on my chef's hat. I'm ready to cook. You ready to cook? You know what? Speaking of cooking, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to lead us off here. And I'm going to chef it up. This first segment was heavily requested. Um, And as people that care about our audience, we are going to give them what they need to hear and what they want to hear. Got to give the people. Shout out Jalen Rose. All right. So this first segment is going to be about The Bachelor. Now, Neesmith. You don't watch The Bachelor. Um, I don't watch The Bachelor. Many people do not watch The Bachelor. However, I did something in the past two days that I want to recommend to everyone. I watched the last two episodes of The Bachelor in complete isolation. So by yourself? No one else? No, no, you? no. Complete isolation meaning I hadn't seen any episode uh, prior. Okay, okay. So you went in with... No knowledge, kind of like watching a movie before seeing the trailer. You know, I get, I get the no, exactly. I get the knowledge that I get from Twitter, for example. You know, people talking about Madison, talking about Hannah Ann, talking about this pilot with the with a scar on his forehead. So, ultimately, what I'm going to do for you guys is I'm just going to try and give a quick summary of The Bachelor from a guy who has quite literally no idea what he's talking about. Tell me, man. How does, that, how does that sound? Dude, I have no clue. I just saw you crack a can of what? what is that? This is a Spindrift. What uh, is a spin? I don't even... So this is high-end quality sparkling water. Goodness. This That's... is uh, the Blackberry uh, flavor. They sell it at Whole Foods. Go get you some. We're not um, sponsored. Woo! Okay. With that being said, I'm going to just... I'm going to go off, King. So, The Bachelor... I haven't watched an episode leading up to this. I've only seen the last two, which, let me tell you. Have you ever seen it before, though? Like, Context. N- well, okay, no, I haven't. Um, I, I knew how the, I know how the show goes. I've watched scenes here and there, so I'm not oblivious to how the show works. But for the sake of this season, I really don't know the details. I don't know what's going on, which makes this fascinating television, Neesmith. It's like dropping into a... a, a like a battle scene that you don't even know who's fighting. Exactly. Okay, okay. So here we go. There's a girl named Madison. She's a very wholesome girl. She's from Auburn, Alabama. Ooh. There's a girl named Hannah Ann. She's from, I think, Knoxville, Tennessee. So it's not a shocker that the last two contestants are SEC schools. We all know that. Okay. It's kind of how things work in the South. So they go on live television, and they are discussing their feelings with this guy who's a pilot. They they hype up, hype up the fact that he's a pilot. He's a commercial pilot. He's not a fighter pilot, okay? So... What airline? Irrelevant. Well, as far well, as I know. Airline rewards could factor into the situation. That but could go factor into the situation. If he has good perks, then maybe he'll... One of the girls will prefer him if he's a Delta guy versus an American yeah, guy. I only fly in the Southwest. Exactly. So. so with that being said, Madison is 
a great girl, a wholesome girl. She's not going to throw herself out there unless she's really, really comfortable and, and set on this guy. So she's on stage, and the parents really don't like her. This fighter pilot, this fake fighter pilot's parents do not like her. So they question her, basically saying, oh, I asked you if, you know, you were, mad, quote, madly in love with my son, and you didn't answer the way I wanted you to answer, so I don't like you. But keep in mind, Madison has known this guy for two months. So how in the world is any normal person going to admit to being madly in love with someone it's only a really knowing long for two time months? to be dating. So you know? point Madison. The second point, Hannah Ann, feisty little girl, really stands for herself. She is the winner of the night. She went up there, and at the end of the series, this fighter pilot, fake fighter pilot, gives her an engagement ring, but he does it by default because Madison leaves. She says, I can't be with you. So he says, I'm gonna marry this girl, even though I've only known her for two months. Hannah Ann's really caught off guard. She's excited. She says, sure, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward to the live series. On live television, she says, yo, dude, I'm dumping you on live TV. You've got to become a man. You are not a man. And she absolutely mic drops him in front of millions of people. Go off queen. Wow. Score. I'm going to give Hannah Ann two on that one. It's two to one. Last point I'm going to say about this show. Everybody wants to know, what is the deal with Barbara? Okay, Barbara Neesmith is... Babs. I think we call her Babs. Barb. Barbs. Barb Wire. Honestly, she kind of acts like barbed wire, and I'll, I'll explain why. Dangerous. She is this uh, commercial pilot's is his mom. Okay, she is a nutcase. She can't keep her emotions together. She cries all the time. I want you to picture someone who was like the final boss for people that would like to speak to the manager. Ah, so the ultimate Karen. Exactly. Okay, okay. She's the I, ultimate... I've already got the hairstyle in my exactly. mind because <laughs> I don't know anything about this said Barbara woman, but I could tell you that she uses a lot of hairspray. That's for sure. She walks into every establishment and says, I'd like to speak to the manager. There was a tomato on my salad. I asked for no tomatoes. Like, grow up. You don't ever need to speak to the manager. My salad touched the tomato. Yeah. Barbara out. loses her mind. She loses a lot of points. Minus one to Barbara. She's knocked out of the competition. We don't like her. Bye. Okay, that was all around about take... Ultimately, Peter is left with no one, I think. I really don't know. It's kind of vague. I think his friends call him Petri Dish. Could be. Could be. Dirty guy. Um, Dirty guy. Ooh, like that, Neesmith. Um, anyways, final point. This show once again proves that it's not about love. It's about ratings. It's about clout. It's about getting your name out there and moving to L.A. and getting sponsorships and becoming famous. If you want to find love... Don't go on this show. Do it like the rest of us. Try and leave a Chick-fil-A drive-through without your entire order. What you will experience there is true love. You will find someone sprinting after you with your food saying, my pleasure. Here's your extra sauce. Here's your extra Polynesian sauce, even though you really don't need it because it's straight sugar. All right, that's me. I, I just, I'm sorry. I, I know I talked for like five minutes, six minutes there. I had to cook. I think that was incredible. I mean, hearing you give a review of a show you know nothing about and then have such deep-seated opinions it really you know it warms my heart yeah and i want to recommend to people don't watch the show <laughs> don't do it in the future just watch the last two episodes because it's all you really need
I probably won't even do that, but I respect your <laughs> hustle. <laughs> Sipping your fancy seltzer water over there. Get off your high horse. I can't hear you from up there. Dude, the soda is so good. Okay, so that's the Bachelor uh, rundown from someone who does not watch the show. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts, particularly about the way the whole live show went. Um, there are a lot of things that can be taken from the episode and from the show, so obviously hit us up with those opinions. We're looking for deep meanings, metaphors, similes, etc. Simile, 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 metaphors. Okay, Neesmith. The next topic. The is, big seg. Is even more highly requested than The Bachelor. So what is that? So this segment is going to be the top three things that are more dangerous than the coronavirus. Wait, what's the coronavirus? It's just like, uh, I don't know, I've been seeing it on Facebook every now and again about how people are really getting in trouble with it. Yeah, people are making it seem like it's a really big deal. And while it's kind of a big deal, it certainly isn't Ebola, where you just start bleeding out of your ears and your eyes. It isn't SARS, where you will die if you get it. It isn't HIV. It's basically a viral pneumonia. That's what it is. So, but people are freaking out. Um, it's it's kind of going crazy. So, Neesmith, what's the point of this segment? The point of this segment is to point out to you guys everyday things and things you encounter and do in each each and every day of your life that are more dangerous than the coronavirus. Okay, lead us off, I like this. So for number three for me, coming in with a flood, storm drains. Storm drains? So you're arguing that storm drains are more dangerous than the coronavirus, let's hear it. So storm drains, they're the least expecting thing. You're walking by, it's raining. Morning Joan, business walking down the street. You get sucked into a storm drain. What do you think happens next? No, I really don't know. Me either. <laughs> you, never, you never hear from those people again. That's such a good point. Plus, what's down there? Dude, I don't even want to know. People say, oh, it's just rainwater and, you know, whatever like else the Ninja we Turtles or yeah, something. <laughs> Master Splinter down there. But I haven't ever seen pictures. And I've never heard of anybody going down to a storm drain and coming back. <laughs> it's a very, very dangerous area. You know what you do hear of people doing? Getting the coronavirus and living. Yeah, I've heard like 98% of people live. I've literally never heard of anyone go down a storm drain and come back at all. So that is such a good point. <laughs> so people, watch out for storm drains. And people are like, oh, you know, it's it's the storm that's dangerous. It's the hurricane that's dangerous. Wrong. 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 <clears throat> Water has to go somewhere. Yeah. You might go with it. Yeah. So beware of those storm drains. Neesmith, I like that. So mine, and you know, I didn't go for any particular order here. I'm just kind of listing three things that are more dangerous than the coronavirus. Number three is sushi. You're probably thinking, ooh, love me a good shrimp tempura roll. No, that's pretty good. California called. You're probably- Basic. <laughs> yeah. You're probably thinking, I love a good sushi box with some edamame, edamame. Edamame. Yeah. In a, in, a, in a sushi roll or two. Sure, I do too. Who? But doesn't. You know who does sushi better than anyone? Japan. You know what they love in Japan? Pufferfish. Have you ever heard of pufferfish? It is literally toxic. It is filled with tetrodotoxins. Wow. In one pufferfish, that's enough to kill 30 people. If you don't prepare it right, which lots of people don't, guess what happens? 
You're going six feet under in a coffin. So, if you're eating sushi, particularly puffer fish. Five feet if you have a lazy fish, grave digger. Yes. If you're eating puffer fish, just know that you have a better chance of dying than you do if you got the coronavirus. So, number three, puffer fish. Neesmith, what do you got? Uh, I'm going with my number two is going to be diet soda. Wow. Yeah. This, so, one, this one hits home for me. Yeah, so diet soda. People think that diet soda is a healthy alternative to regular soda. I'm avoiding the sugar, they say. Not as much syrup, they say. What about the aspartame? Folks, I'm here to tell you right now, the diet soda is more dangerous than the coronavirus. Wow. There have been actual studies, long-term studies, not this 2020, 2019 talk. Coronavirus is like, what, six months old? Go off, King. Yeah. Diet soda's been killing people for years. For years. There have been numerous studies linking diet soda to obesity. What does obesity do, my friend? Uh, I mean, it makes your organs go bye-bye. It makes you, makes you die, pretty much, in, in, in short. Taxes your cardiovascular system. You got it. A little too much science talk there. You know this is. You know we don't do that on this podcast. <laughs> Man, I had to get you at these centers, your organs. Anyway, diet soda. People have one, and they think, oh, that's fine. I'll just use this to curb my hunger. Wrong. Don't do that. It does the exact opposite. It makes you hungrier. Now, what we're saying isn't to not drink them. We're saying a lot of people drink seven in a day because they think it's okay or it's bad. It's not as bad as. Coca-Cola. Now, I'm on the train that I think that Coca-Cola and regular soda is worse than diet soda in a, in a vacuum. However, we're not arguing that. No. We're arguing that diet soda can kill you more than the coronavirus. And Smith could not agree more. Now, my second one is pretty straightforward. <laughs> if you live in a cold climate, thinking Antarctica, Michigan, Delaware, <laughs> Alaska, Russia... Beware of this item. It will kill you. Icicles. You ever just walk down the street, do-do-do-do-do, minding your own business. Oh, look up. What's that? It's an icicle. Bang! Pierces you right in your frontal lobe and you die. Now, this is this is not a joke. I'm not just being dramatic here. There are over a hundred deaths in Russia every year from the icicles. People will literally get stabbed to death because of these things. It is not a joke. You know what? I think that, sure, the coronavirus is serious. It can affect people that are really sick, the old, people with, you know, organs that may not work the way they should. They may die from the coronavirus. They also may die from icicles. Who knows, Neesmith? Number two, icicles. So what are your thoughts on icicles being considered stalactites? That's been a big, big heated discussion yeah, for years now. Yeah, you know, I really don't even know what a stalactite so aren't there like stalactites and stalagmites? Stalactites come from the ceiling. Okay. And stalagmites come from the floor. Okay. I think they're both equally dangerous. Um, I don't have an opinion, I gotta say. Okay. Just <laughs> I was just curious to know if you wanted to jump in on that discussion. Been been seeing a lot of posts on that on the internet. All right, number three or number one for me, my third item is uh, mm, people underestimate this. This magnificent beast, a moose. Oh my goodness. Multiple moose. Meese. Mice? Meese. Mooses. Meeses. Moose. Meat. You know the plural, you know what the plural of moose is? Mooses. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so back to moose. Yeah, back to mooses. Moose and meese. They are dangerous. Mm -hmm. They will charge. 
People think, oh, there's there's a moose. That, how cute it is. How cute. I mean, I'd like to pet him. No. Do not pet the moose. You try to approach, given that it's not, it could be a female with a baby. That's that's the ultimate. You're dead. Sorry. Yeah. Mm. Have you seen those antlers? Yeah, they're, they're arguably as dangerous as icicles. <laughs> they're just as sharp. A charging moose will trample you. <laughs> In it no will time, literally, you will trample you. It's like a knife and an air, like an, a balloon full of air. You're done. There's, there. In my mind, thinking about a charging moose, what are you gonna do? Run? Those things run like forty to fifty miles per hour. People think mo moose are slow. What if I have a pistol and I shoot it? Guess what? Those things are invincible. You literally cannot kill moose. I'm pretty sure they wear armor. Yeah, like so, titanium armor. So you Canadians out there, eh? Don't, don't be. Don't be heroes this winter. People say don't worry about yeah. the moose. But <laughs> we here up in Canada, we I, say... That's a terrible Canadian accent. <laughs> I tried. Okay, you heard it from Neesmith, the resident moose expert. Meese? Mooses? Mice. The yeah. resident mice expert. Exactly. Also, mice are more dangerous. We can get to that at a later time. Ooh. They carry a disease. Um, so, Neesmith, I like that. My number one is one that is in everyone's home. Some people tend to take care of it more than others. Some people who are lazy don't. Dryer lint. Dryer lint. The stuff that builds up when you do your laundry and you don't ever think to take it out. And then every now and then you just pull it out and make a little pile above your, you know, your, your, your dryer. That stuff. Yeah, that can kill you. Everybody has a lint pile. Yeah, everybody I mean, does. Let's be honest. Clean each time after drying. Yeah. yeah there's not enough for me to get off. I don't yeah. have fingernails. I'm sure I'm going to do that every time. Um, if my mom is listening, she's probably like freaking out. Like, why wouldn't you take the lint out? I do take the lint out, okay, mom? It just every now and then I forget. And it's not a big deal. We don't have to talk about it. I take it. it out every 20th time, okay? Yeah. So, according to a 1998 report... There were roughly 15,000 dryer fires in 1998. Dryer fire. That caused over 370 injuries and 20 deaths. Now, you're probably saying, dude, coronavirus has caused more deaths. And while you may be, may be right, the argument is that it is just as dangerous to do your laundry. So if you can take anything from this this podcast, this episode, I implore you, do not do your laundry anymore if you're worried about dying. Because, look, we can't be doing that because the lint will build up, it'll catch on fire, and boom, not only are you risking your life, but if you live in an apartment in East Smith, you're risking everybody else's. Everybody else's. So don't be selfish. Don't do your laundry. Let's live for each other. Let's just move on, okay? Yeah, so, we, go, we go off of the assumption of neglect here. Yes. We, we know you're going to forget. Yes, we know you're going to forget because it's just what people do. So, wow. Uh, in all seriousness, yes, the coronavirus is something that we should take seriously, just like any other little thing that goes around and makes people sick. I don't think the panic is quite warranted. What do you think, Smith? So the coronavirus will assuredly infect a lot of people in the United States. It already has. Yes. And it will continue to infect more and more. Yes. And we will see, I think, very similar death rates of, you know, other parts of the world that are experiencing widespread coronavirus. Um, what we will have to say is that the best way to prevent the coronavirus is to what? Do what you should have been doing your entire life. Wash your hands. Don't put your fingers in your mouth. Just basic hygiene. And we're not going to lecture you on that. You know how to do that. The point is this. 
Will the coronavirus kill people? Yes. Will the coronavirus most likely kill people that already have underlying problems medically? Yes. If you're completely healthy and you get the coronavirus, will you die? Probably not. So just calm down. Don't freak out. And uh, and stop let's just hoarding toilet paper. Stop hoarding toilet paper because I swear it should not be a problem for me to get toilet paper, and it's becoming a problem. Okay, so let's cut it out. I saw something pretty funny, like a uh, picture of people raiding toilet paper, and the only thing left was single ply. Oh my god! People even have standards <laughs> in times of <laughs> hoarding. <laughs> Two ply toilet paper versus one ply toilet paper. That is a discussion for another day. Yes, but maybe that is off a, air. That is a discussion. <laughs> So, guys, if you think of anything that you believe is more dangerous than the coronavirus, Neesmith, what should they do? Reach out to us. Send it. Share it. We love it. We love it. Um, It's a very trying time for this country. So, um, everybody stay safe and don't panic. Everybody stay calm. Okay. Now, (laughs) the final quick segment, Neesmith. You got a question you want to ask me and I got a question I want to ask you. So mine is a would you rather. I I thought about this the other day. It was just kind of a random thought of an ability or a, you know, a superpower to have. Ooh. But time, time is the big issue here. Okay. So would you rather be able to hold your breath underwater for an hour or be able to fly for one minute spurts? Wow. So really, really good question. Um, Off the bat, I'm thinking, I'm thinking fly. You know, and you're thinking, oh, well, you only get to fly for a minute. Well, you didn't say how fast I could fly, and you didn't say how much time I needed in between my flights. So I'm going to assume that all I need to do is touch ground for a second before I can get back up and start flying again. So for me, that basically says I can fly anywhere in the country that's inland. I can't, I don't, I'm not able to fly. I guess I could theoretically fly over the ocean. I would just have to get in the water for a second um, and then fly back up. Swimming underwater for a minute is cool, but like not an hour. An hour. Oh, that's pretty cool. God, <laughs> that's the whole point. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fly because think about it. Like, oh, what do I want to do for lunch? I don't know. Let's let's fly to Atlanta and grab a a sandwich from a spot that I really like, or let's fly to Huntsville, or let's fly to New York. It might take a little longer, but I could do it. Um, that's my answer. I think for me, like, I'm very torn between these two because both abilities are pretty cool. Yeah. Being able to fly would be awesome. I guess I go against the way the flying thing because you have to land each minute. So you're not really going to be able to fly very far before you have to land. Because if you don't land, you're going to die. You don't have invincibility. Yeah, that's true. You're going to fall. You're You're going to start falling. And you're having to keep up with time. You're anxious all the time. Every every minute you have to do something. You know, every hour I have to do something. Sounds way more manageable. Cool. So I'm going to go with that. One thing you're underestimating, though, Neesmith, when you're swimming underwater, if you're swimming in an open body of water, you're going to get eaten by a shark. Maybe. That that is the only logical outcome. They're going to say, oh, dude, look at this long, you know, male swimming in my territory. I'm going to munch on him. Do you know what a condor is? No, I don't know what a condor is. That bird would eat you alive. Dude. Talk about dangerous There's not a bird on earth that could be... (gasps) <laughs> that would be, be quite the sight to see. Um, Neesmith, I have one question for you. We'll wrap it up. This is pretty simple. It's been asked by lots of people on Earth. Um, I'm going to ask you. And I can't remember if I've ever even brought this up. So if I have, I'm sorry. We'll cut it. Is cereal a soup? Yeah, there you go, boy. There you go. No. 
Why? I'm going to go with a no. Um, yes, there are cold soups. <laughs> there I are. agree. There's uh, you know, many variety of cold soup. And I think that cereal just kind of evades the lane of soup because of the entire construct. Okay. It's like us jumping back and saying, is a certain thing a sandwich? Because if you think about it hard enough, everything's a sandwich. I was going to ask you that. <laughs> yeah. So I would say that in theory, someone could argue it, and I wouldn't, ha- I wouldn't be able to dispute with them that cereal is a soup. But to me, cereal is it's just a soup. A bowl of sugar. <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, you could also I argue that. I think it is that. a soup. I don't know why. I can't really argue it, but it's a take that I'm planting my flag on. Ah, flag guy. Yeah, big flag planting guy. Um, it, it just feels like it is. I mean, I'm eating it with a spoon. I'm slurping. Um, you know, it's... I don't know how to describe it, but it is a soup. Just like I... Well, a hot dog isn't a sandwich. We can talk about that some other time, but that's the other argument I was going to make. So... Um, your question was pretty fascinating. I'm, I'm interested to hear what other people think about it. So if you have an idea of what you'd rather do, be able to fly for uh, a minute at a time or swim underwater for an hour at a time, let us know. Also, give us your takes on soups and cereals because I had this conversation with someone the other day and they believed strongly. And they had some sort of argument for it, but I just can't remember. Um, but hit us up. Neesmith, where can they listen to us? You can listen to the Why So Serious podcast on Spotify, which is our main carrier. SoundCloud. SoundCloud and the Apple iTunes podcast network. And you can follow us on Instagram for updates and weird posts and things like that. We like to ask questions of you guys. Yeah, and to get your input on the show. We are very open to our listeners and we'd love to have a listener segment. Yes, we do love that. So that that handle is going to be at WhySoSeriousPod1 on Instagram. Um, Man, this was a good one. I went off there at the beginning for quite some time. I I really hope that turned out okay. But yeah, Neesmith... Really enjoyed this episode. Looking forward to the next episode. But until then, don't don't be be so serious. serious.